Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Where will you be when the vaccine arrives? Written by Bob Ramsey. If you're in Canada, you could join the 37 million of us near the back of the line. An article this week in the McGill Medical Journal tells a troubling tale. 75 million syringes, but nothing to put in them. What is Canada's plan for a COVID-19 vaccine? Over 100 labs around the world are racing to find a vaccine that's safe, that works, and that's coming soon. Some of these labs are in Canada, but none of our candidates are front runners. At best, our own vaccines could be available next summer. Some of our candidates aren't totally homegrown either, but rather joint projects with labs in other countries. Nor have we struck deals for pre-orders with any of the leading candidates the way America has. It paid $1.95 billion for up to 100 million doses of the vaccine developed by Pfizer and its partner BioNTech, which is one of the leading candidates. Last week, the CEO of Pfizer told the U.S. Congress that those doses should be ready by this December, with $1.3 billion more on the way next year. Nor have we done what Britain has, reserved 100 million doses from its own Oxford-AstraZeneca candidate, which could be ready this October, and which the U.S. has also bought 300 million doses of as well. Britain is also buying 30 million doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, plus 60 million more from the French pharma firm Belneva. In other words, Britain is spreading its risk in order to ensure its reward. According to the Associated Press, the World Health Organization has said that multiple vaccine approaches are necessary for COVID-19, noting that the usual success rate for vaccine development is about 10%. Canada has not done any of this, In fact, the only vaccine we're close to filling our 75 million syringes with comes from a partnership between Dalhousie University and a Chinese company called CanSino Biologics. Yes, Canada is staking its hope for a vaccine on a nation it's fighting with diplomatically and whose government can simply seize our share the way they have our citizens. CanSino is also running human trials outside the normal regulatory approval process. The New York Times claims that health experts have questioned why the Canadian government is allowing CanSino Biologics, which has teamed up with the People's Liberation Army, to run human trials in the country. Rumours have spread about the authenticity of a Chinese-made vaccine that is being tested in Brazil. The People's Liberation Army? Brazil? These words are clickbait to some people, so a reminder... There's nothing inherently good or bad about testing a vaccine on military members or in a country ravaged by COVID-19. That said, a CBC report on this subject claimed that CanSino wouldn't disclose if the inoculations were mandatory or optional, and that the clinical trials skipped Phase 3 of testing entirely. 
There's one other possibility for Canada to source a vaccine, and that's through our membership in CEPI, the Norwegian-based Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness, which Ottawa has committed $40 million to. But my sense is that it lacks the clout to get its members to the front of the line, or even the middle, when far more aggressive and wealthy national players will not hesitate to muscle in. Muscle in? Let's not forget, back in April, the scramble for masks, the Canadian cargo planes forced to return empty from China, and the faulty Chinese masks we bought. Nor that the vaccine samples Canada was meant to get from CanSino for further testing in May haven't been received, with no reason given for the holdup. This is not to say Ottawa isn't worried. Its vaccine task force meets regularly. And as Dr. Theresa Tam said on Tuesday, discussions are being pursued. Meanwhile, a CTV report the same day detailed the growing concerns about the slow pace. Growing concern doesn't begin to describe what Canadians are awakening to. We're not talking here about a race to buy Fitbits, but to save lives, thousands of our own and millions beyond our borders. What's at stake is our entire economy. The opportunity costs aren't big. They're vast and world-changing. Like Britain, Canada could buy into a vaccine that doesn't work. But the cost of putting all our hope health and national security on just one candidate with not the best scientific credentials is even greater. So why not wait until we have a better view of which candidates will work and then buy those vaccines? Because the greatest cost of all is waiting for months after most countries have vaccinated their own people to even begin to protect ours. It's one thing to rely on other countries for trade. It's another to rely on the kindness of strangers for our very lives. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.